1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Not live, my like 7:45. I think we got to get back to the old ways to move forward on the All-Star Game. I had an idea I shared with you during the break. You seemed to not hate it. I liked it. Just came out of nowhere. I go. I, I don't know if it's gonna work, but I liked it. Probably wouldn't. There's probably there's always things I think of these things off the top of my head and there's not like you got to got to think them out real quick. So my idea real quick was we'll get back to the Cavs here in a second because people keep bringing up the same sentiment. I'm just not appalled, but I'm I'm shocked. They had the in-season tournament. There was an uptick in ratings in the in-season tournament, like a 5% uptick. So if it works with the ratings, they're going to keep doing it right well, and we'll, take, s- we'll see how long it works with the ratings.
2: LeBron well, yeah, cared, so that was good. But th- it seemed that the players do care. How long will LeBron and the players care, though?
1: Well, we'll find out. This might be an all-star so, game thing repeating and, itself. And that's one of the questions I might have. So let's do it like this. You take the in-season tournament. Because the all-star game, if if the only thing you can find is negative stuff to where the commissioner of the league looks appalled, then you got to have a discussion here. You take the in-season tournament. Maybe you move it back. Maybe you move the in-season tournament back. Now, I know that the NBA wants Which their own defeats, little thing. It defeats the idea of the in-season it tournament. It does defeat. Because you want to give them something to get excited about before Christmas. It does defeat the idea of the in-season tournament. But I take it I move it back because February is a natural time, right? I take the in-season tournament, go back to February for the championship game. I can start the thing off January or whenever the thing started, you know, <laughs> move, move it around there. I take the in-season tournament, move it back, and then I have the all-star game, or excuse me, All-Star weekend festivities, the weekend of the in-season tournament championship game. So it would have been Pacers, which would have been a home game for the Pacers. That would have been crazy. You have Pacers-Lakers, say it this year, Mm -hmm. happen to be in Indianapolis, would have been two birds stoned at once for crying out loud. But then you have well, LeBron can't participate in this stuff because he has the in-season championship game. Tyrese Halliburton, if he wouldn't have got injured, you wouldn't have been able to participate in this stuff because of the because he has the uh, in-season tournament championship game. You have your three-point contest on Saturday. You have your you have your dunk contest on Saturday. You have your in-season tournament championship game on Sunday, and everybody parts. That's the that's the only answer that I have that doesn't get rid of everything because you can't get rid of it because you had five million people watching.
2: Okay, I'll tell you why I really like it, but before we do that, yes. Is it possible to have the in-season tournament and then suspend the outcome, like the finale, for that month and a half to then keep the All-Star Game weekend where it's at? No, or is that no. too hard for
1: people? That's like you built everyone up. So you're and gonna go you... play in these other games that and don't matter, just... and then go play in a championship game I'm out tra- of nowhere? I'm trying to vibe it out. I'm
2: trying to figure out where you're at here. You need the well, continuity. your rosters
1: might not be the same. Right it might yeah. not be. You might yeah. have
2: changes. Okay, right, I just want to make sure. Okay, all right. What I like about play it how you play it. it. What I like about it is I think people don't understand how much of All-Star Weekend is taxing on these players. You got to do endorsements. You got to do all sorts of parties and everything that you go to because of your the endorsements that you're attached to. Too bad. You got to. By the time they get to, maybe you're competing in something on Saturday. By the time they get to the All Star Game, I was thinking about this with Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell did so many different things all throughout the week, and then he did Saturday in the three-point competition. By the time he got to Sunday, and he he helped out in the dunk competition as well. By the time he got to Sunday, the man was exhausted because I was exhausted for him, okay? There's no way I'm he
1: glad w- you feel bad for Donovan.
2: I did. I really did. I'm like, man, this guy's had a week. I've seen him everywhere and anywhere, and I haven't even seen the parties guy that he's guy who gone. You talk to.
1: so tough about athletes. You have a lot of sympathy for a lot of them. It's very interesting to me.
2: In this instance, I do. Oh, in this instance, because okay. they're very tired. They're very tired by the oh. end of this. They're exhausted. They and gotta yeah. go
1: sleepy night nights.
2: Yeah, they gotta go sleepy night nights. And I feel like they uh, they don't want to put any effort into the actual game because they've, they've spent all weekend hobnobbing with people. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not the, the same social person as you can. I don't know. You tell me. Are you are when you go social? Are you are you one of the type of people that like you get energized by being social? Yes. That's yes. how my wife is. My wife she she like in a social setting. She gets she's around people and it's like a battery for right there's a
1: lot of times where i go and i dread going and then i'm glad i went right after
2: now that feels great that's closer to me than what my wife is my wife gets excited for it and then she loves every minute of it and then she can't stop thinking about the next time she can go and be social again. i get really
1: excited because i said yes and then i feel terrible that i said yes and then i go and i feel great that i went and i feel bad that i ever felt bad
2: i get drained I get absolutely drained. The difference between you and me. And so the the amount of, I, I think about these athletes going through all these parties, all these events, all the heavier. things they have to do. Yeah. That's true. Um, Not that much heavier. Okay, let's continue. Well, we'll bring this scales By Sunday 825. <laughs> By Sunday, they're exhausted. They have no energy for this game. They they they're spent. They're thinking about how do I get how do I get what, so, what little rest I'm supposed to get in this NBA All-Star weekend? How do I get what little rest I can? So oh, I get do. it. Jack up a 3 from 70 feet away. So
1: you do your so you do your three-point contest, you do your hobnobbing. you do your do your slam dunk contest on Saturday, and by Sunday it's time for the the championship game, and that's where you have your championship game and everybody parts as friends and that's it. So we don't have to have some ty- some terrible suck ass mm-hmm. performance of three hundred and ninety-seven points and an embarrassment to your commissioner. You don't have to do any of
2: that. And if you're the Pacers Lakers, let's say, first off, if you're if you're ninety percent of the Pacers or Lakers team, they're not asking you to do all the hobnobbing anyway, because they don't care about you the same way they care about LeBron and AD. Yes. And then uh, you know, they can go to what they want, and go to what they don't want to, and then it's fine. I'm I think
1: it's a great idea, Ken. I'm gonna get to Frank and I'm gonna get back to the Cavs here in a second. Frank and Garfield, you're next up in the fan. Yellow.
2: All right, guys. Good morning. Hi. So I don't know if there's anything you can do to
1: fix the All-Star game. Um, like you said, I don't know if you can entirely get rid of it because 5 million people watch
2: it. But um, what, I, what I'm thinking is that over the past 20 years, and especially really over the past maybe five years or so, um, we've seen a decline in defense and we've seen an increase in offense. Uh, and that's just going to carry over to the All-Star game. I think somebody else already made this point, but they don't want to get hurt. I don't want to see one of my best players on my team get hurt, especially a team like the Cavs and Donovan Mitchell. I don't want to see Donovan Mitchell get hurt in a game that doesn't matter at all. Um, So, you know, I don't know if you could do what the um, MLB did for a a while where you incentivize the conferences on who gets home field or home court advantage. I don't know if you could do anything like that. But also, all these players or a lot of these players are all buddy buddies now. I mean, like there used to be big rivalry, rivalries, maybe 20, 25 years ago. Well, um, I I still think now a lot of the players. Go
1: ahead. Frank, you're right about that. I, I but I th- I think that they were still friends back in the day. And Frank, I got because I got to get back to the Cavs here in a second. But yeah. thank you very much for the call. I still think a lot of them could be friends back in the day. It was more competitive from us. I still think they get. We don't. We didn't know what was going on in their personal lives beforehand. We didn't know that there was there was no such thing as social media. Reporters took care of athletes. They didn't report on a lot of this stuff that they saw back in the day. They didn't find it germane to their reporting, so we didn't know about guys from back in the day getting to, getting together and doing God knows what. Now we know everything, and so now it feels like, hey, they, they, they've they've pulled back the they've pulled back the curtain, and so now we all see it's a big show. But I do think in moments,
3: this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
0: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: In competitive situations, LeBron James and Draymond Green get together, get along very, very well, except when they're on the floor together in a competitive atmosphere. LeBron James and Steph Curry, famously in 2016, getting into it after LeBron had the and one, but you also have a good relationship there. If they're put in competitive settings, their competitive juices will take over. They are very egotistical people. They're professional athletes. Mm -hmm. But if you don't put them in a setting where their egos can take over and we're all just in this together, then you're going to have what you had back uh, back the other night, which is not going to be a good performance for everybody involved. That's, That's just my personal thought on that. Yeah, you got to give them something to care for. There's another thought I'm getting towards the Cavs. I said the 16% drop in ratings year to year as of February 6th. Now, you might be right. I think you're right, and I hope you're right. There will be an uptick because this was done on February 6th. We were just a month into the the good Cavs run. We've been about two months into the good Cavs run. Maybe it's going to pick up. I said, one, I think it's hard for him to find the Cavs on TV. Mm -hmm. A general fan of the NBA tends to skew younger. I think a lot of them cut the cord more than older viewers. And so I think it's harder for them to find because they don't want to justify the expense of the app because the app sometimes just doesn't work for anybody. The other thing is is there was a buildup over the last two years. There's not as much of a buildup this year. I keep getting the sentiment of the Browns doing very, very well. And I'm just surprised because I go, guys, they play once a week. The Browns play once a week. What do you mean the Browns doing well? I can have three or two or three Cavs games in between two Browns games. They play once a week. Oh, I and mean the Browns are pe- actually well, doing well. The Browns well. are okay, doing well, so the Browns do well, and I'm going. It the math still doesn't do the math. I can be right. interested in two things.
2: Right, there wasn't much crossover. Where I think there was one game this year where there was a Sunday day game for the Cavs that also conflicted with a, a Browns game. Okay, well, there's one game this year.
1: Football's football, and the football team was really good, so I can understand that. But are we really just not watching the Cavs at the beginning of the season just because the Browns were good? No, that's not. That's not. That's what not was. what I'm picking up here on social media.
2: That's doesn't that doesn't make sense to me. I, now, I do agree with the idea that you care more about basketball when basketball is the only sport in town, when it's the only
1: thing going, you're going to care about it more. Yeah, but what I I would agree with you too. But watching it, I'm going. Well, what are we doing on a Tuesday night? The Browns don't play on a Tuesday night. I know there's there something been done is done. We're already getting ready. It's our day off. We're already getting ready to look forward to the next week's game by Tuesday night. Why can't we watch the Cavs on yeah, a Tuesday?
2: And something was absent in the early part of the Cavs season, though. Something was absent. I know it because, I, you know, I do the night show overtime with Jonathan Peterman. Please listen. Thank you very much. And at Pretty night, good show. we talk about the Cavs after every single game. Yeah. Cheap plug, but we do every game. We talk about every single one of them. And early on in the year, we didn't get much reaction. In the past month, month and a half or so, we've gotten a ton of reaction. After these games, early on though it was a struggle. I'm going to be honest; it was a struggle, and I don't know—is that just because people people would just would just get me to the postseason? But now we're in—we're into the part of the season. They're winning a bunch of games, and if the perceptions change. I'm not entirely sure what it is. But so you agree with something's me? Something's definitely changed. Oh, 100. Because
1: I still—I thought it was the bad taste that was left. It like there are hardcore basketball fans out there, and so this is going to sound insulting to you, and I don't mean it to be that way. For a hardcore basketball fan, they're going to watch the game, and they're—they're going to take in the game, and that's the way it's going to go. I do think for the general fan, it was a it was a team that lied dormant for a little bit, especially after you get over this exalted feeling of winning the championship with LeBron. LeBron takes off. It is still, it's a good basketball market, but it's number two in the city. And then I think a lot of the general interest fans, yes, they're football fans, but I do think that the, the way the postseason ended last year had an effect on the way the season started and people's general interest this year. Mm-hmm. I can't just blame it on the Browns when they play usually on a Sunday at 1. All right, well, maybe you're still reacting to it on a Monday and on a Tuesday, but if the Cavs play again even on a Monday night, okay, maybe you do watch the NFL. Maybe that's how that goes. Yeah, we got maybe Monday night, watch we Monday got night Thursday football. night, you got Sunday night. But if you have all these other days that have basketball that's played on it, I can't imagine not being interested in Cavs basketball just because of the Browns.
2: No, but I, I do think the NBA is constructed in such a way, and they, they've, they've hammered this home more than anybody. This is what they're trying to do with the in-season tournament is trying to rewrite this wrong. Uh, the idea that, you know, until Christmas, a lot of people just don't pay attention. You know, it's almost like one big lead up. It's, it's, it's a bunch of preseason games up until Christmas time. And then you evaluate where your team is at and then you go from there. And luckily for our team, they've just been playing their best basketball since January 1st. Well,
1: the year, the way the year went. At the beginning of this year, I still think there was a hangover from what had happened, and then as the year went on, you had the two injuries, you had the one to Evan Mobley, you had the one to Darius Garland, and we had a conversation. People were calling in and everything, where there were conversations about whether or not this team should do the T-word. Maybe the excitement of the way the team was is what plays out into it, but I, I just can't blame the lack of zest or the lack of interest, and this is as of February 6th, at least according to the ratings. I think people have been more interested in the Cavs, I think they're more interested now because maybe it is no longer football season and they're, they're dialing into it. I'm not sure. I just can't put everything on that. I do think that it's it's a little bit of what happened last year where we got this huge excitement going on during the regular season. The Knicks series ended the way the Knicks series ended, and then here we are. Yeah,
2: I, I also think, and I want to know your opinion on this. On you ahead. think Cavs fans have adjusted the idea that maybe it's about the more about the journey than it is about the destination? Like I was talking to my brother-in-law, and he was telling me how he's been a Cavs fan his whole entire life. Obviously, he's from here and everything, and, and he's like, you know what? I like being even if we're a three-four seed. I like being a three-four seed. I like us being competitive. We're not in the bottom of the basement. We're we're competitive. We are we're a serious team. We are taken seriously. We might not win the title, but we're taken seriously, and I feel like there's there's an adjustment there for Cavs fans And that might be nice to recognize. I, th- I think maybe that's... it's not. Maybe it's not all
1: win or bust. Part of that reason, though, is the culture of sports. I mean this this becomes a deep conversation, Jonathan, without without us even noticing, because you have three sports around football that are very long seasons, and we're meant to be that way for a specific reason. Same thing with golf. Same thing with NASCAR and, and other things that people have interest in that aren't baseball, football, basketball. But the other ones that are base, that, baseball, hockey, basketball. These are long, drawn-out seasons with a lot of downtime during it. And we care about one thing more than we care about anything else. It was cha- It's championships now. You either are a champion or you're a loser, and there's no gray area for anybody anymore. And I think that's hurt the general interest of a regular season NBA team because there's plenty of good teams out there that nobody cares about. That if, if you're a Cavs fan, you care about the Cavs. Can I tell you and extol the virtues of the Minnesota Timberwolves to anybody out there? Probably not. Same thing with the Oklahoma City Thunder. To a hardcore basketball fan, they want to hear more. But to a regular Joe Cavs fan, I don't think they really care. Or I don't know if it was always that case back in the day because there are other, there are other things. Winning is the most important thing, but there are other things that play into it as well. And I think that that hurts the attention span of it. 216-474-0092. Coming up at 8 o'clock. If a Guardians player said this, I think you'd lose your mind because I know I would. Coming up next and Not Lima Likes, it's one of the few conversations where I don't want to waste our time with it. That's why I'm burying it in Lima Likes because it was silly as hell when it was brought up on Friday. And it'll be sillier in hell when it's brought up all throughout the spring. Ken Carmen, Jonathan Peterlin, in for tone on the fan.
3: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,